Hi everyone. Welcome to Relationships with Nancy and our learning community. If you're listening to me right now on one of our social media pages, welcome to you. We're airing in our group right now, but if you are listening to us on our podcast, I welcome you also or on one of the other platforms that are out there. So thank you so much for joining me. And if you're listening to me later, is what you may find out as I'm talking about some things in the comments, or you are listening to me on a site that there's only audio, I'll try to talk a little bit about what's on the screen so you'll know what's going on fully. But today, I'd like to talk to you about where are you spending your time and where did Jesus spend his time? Lately, that is just really on my mind. It's something that's heavy on my mind, not in a depressed way, but to remind me, I'm grabbing my little watch here. I keep this on my desk. I've talked about this before. It's just what some people would call an old fashioned watch with the dial on it. Um, But I keep it here because it reminds me to ask myself, not only where am I spending my time, but why am I spending my time in certain areas? Um, For me, it led me into this area uh, because of what's going on in the world, the war that's taking place um, in Ukraine. And that's not the only place where war is happening, right? I'm not even going to go through the list. If you are someone that you listen to the news or things scroll by your eyes when you're online, whether your phone or whatever device it is, it's really hard to miss the shaking of the world. And so for me, instead of just becoming so fearful that I cannot move, Instead, I began to think about what am I doing with my time? I don't even like to say this, don't even like to think about it, but what if my life was cut short? Only God knows how many days that we have on this earth. We can do all kinds of guesses, right? We can try to read all kinds of magazines, things online, doctor reports. We can look at statistics, but only God, according to his word, the Bible knows when our life is over on this earth. And sometimes there are people that get in discussions about someone who has already gone from this earth, their life is over here, and they will get in these discussions about, well, you know, their life was cut shorter than what God wanted because of, and you can fill in the blank, but I choose not to go there in those conversations because Still, only God knows, even if it is possible to cut our life shorter than what God had planned for us, only he knows that answer. But today, as we look at where are you spending your time, 
the word I also have is about change, right? Because we are living in this world that keeps changing. You've heard me talk about in the past as technology with me spending so much time online with what I do uh, because I'm no longer traveling that I can get up in the morning and turn on all my devices and begin to work on something and boom, something has changed. Either it changed in the area of something I'm carrying on with and I can no longer do it this way because of maybe a platform changed. It's all those things behind the scenes, the way everything is set up. Or all of a sudden something is added to and it's good, but it requires a learning curve. And to me, life has always been that way. I am open to change. Um, when I was a sales rep for many, many years and I was on the road in my car driving um, every day, Monday through Friday, seeing clients, um, finding new clients, new customers, introducing myself. I was always very conscious of time, like not every second, but for my day, I would set my own schedule because that's what was required in my job. Yes, we were told we needed to work a certain amount of hours during the week from Monday until Friday, but the jobs I had every day, I set up my own schedule. So I needed to get from point A to point B. Sometime I knew exactly where I was going. Sometime I'd be headed there and all of a sudden a call would come in and I'd have to turn around and go back in the other direction. Also, sometimes there were changes, like in the area of products. The products that I sold, and I had a very huge line of products and a very diverse line, um, but you could be cruising along and, hey, you have this product and you have so many customers, they're buying it and repeat and repeat, and all of a sudden you find out that product's not available anymore. Or you find out two or three companies merged together. That's going on right now. So that's nothing new. We can just see it more rapidly because we have the information available at our fingertips. But it's change, right? So in the middle of all of this change, the question is where are we spending our time? And I'd like us to look at Jesus today, where he spent his time. That's my question for you in your personal time. Open up your Bible, head to the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, and just kind of take a look. You don't have to even read every line, but take a look and see where Jesus spent his time. Start from the time after his temptation when he stepped into his ministry and serving and see what did Jesus do with his time. So I opened up my Bible here to Luke 4 prior to connecting with you here and First, I stopped off in the area of the temptation of Jesus when he was in the desert and moved on when he came out of the desert and began his ministry. 
And here's what we read in Luke 4, verse 14. Then Jesus returned to Galilee and the power of the Spirit and news about him spread throughout the entire vicinity. He was teaching. This is what he was doing. He was teaching in their synagogues, being praised by everyone. So here's Jesus and he's preaching and he's teaching and he's being praised by everyone for the word that he is sharing. Then we move into verse 16. He came to Nazareth. So he returned to Galilee and then he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. As usual, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So this was common for him. The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him, and unrolling the scroll, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. To set free the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And today I am reading from the CSB, once again, the Christian Standard Bible. But this is what he read. Because this is where he took the next step. The place where he was going to spend his time until the father took him home. He was stepping in to his purpose. My question for you today is, where are you spending your time? Yes, times look different today. Definitely, culturally, even if you go into the area where Jesus lived, yes, you can go on trips to Israel and see the um, areas that he traveled to. But yet, if you look at the cities, many things have changed. But we still need to ask ourselves, where are we spending our time? You may be thinking, okay, Nancy, that's enough. Already, you've asked this question again and again, but we're living in this world of saturated information. And sometimes we need to repeat things again and again. Jesus did the same. There are times that he repeated something that he already said. So let's look again with a broad brush here over where he spent his time. And once again, I'm in Luke chapter four. He was driving out unclean spirits. He called the first disciples, meaning he chose, Jesus chose the first disciples. For example, chapter five in Luke verse four, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down your nets. Master Simon replied, we've worked hard all night and caught nothing, but if you say so, I'll let down our nets. And that is what he did. 
And as an example, Jesus in his follow-up comment was this. Don't be afraid, Jesus told Simon. From now on, you will be catching people. Then they brought the boats to land, left everything, and followed him. Now for us to follow him, and for me to follow him, it doesn't mean that I leave my apartment where I live and go somewhere else. Although for some, that may be what's happening right now. Maybe the spirit has been prompting you that it's time for you to move from one place to another. Maybe it's to a place that's familiar. In the United States, maybe it's to another state. Maybe it's to another country. But we each must look at, myself included, where are we spending our time? If we are born again, if we have received Jesus, where are we spending our time? Verse 12, chapter 5, while he was in one, Jesus, in one of the towns, a man was there who had leprosy all over him. He saw Jesus, fell face down, and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Reaching out his hand, Jesus touched him, saying, I am willing, be made clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then he ordered him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priests as proof and offer what Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Hey, friends, I need you to hang on for just a second here. I'm following your comments, my social media, or any questions. And mine just, for some reason, flipped into another page. Ah. Okay, there it is. Also, the Son of Man forgives and heals. There was a conversation about, a question about fasting. Conversation, Lord of the Sabbath. Teaching and healing. He's teaching and talking about the beautitudes. Many of you know this already. I'll just read part of it. Blessed are you who are poor because the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry because you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now because you will laugh. Love your enemies. But it's what Jesus was doing was making disciples through his teaching. So that is my question for you today. Yep, I'm going to repeat it again. Where are you spending your time? Where should you spend your time? I had a conversation with someone not long ago. And this is how she explained it. She was a woman from a country outside of mine. Uh, let me grab my phone over here. But she held up her phone and she said, I am so tired of watching people do this. And I said, do what? And she said, scroll, 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 scroll. No one talks to each other anymore, except in between our scrolling. 
And I thought about what she was saying, and I thought about my own life. And I have made some changes in the last few months in the area of all my little devices here. And um, mainly it is, I'm not on my devices every waking moment. Sometime I may be in the kitchen cooking something or preparing something or cleaning something up or maybe going through some files or reading a book, but I take my portable devices and I set them far away from me where I have to get up to grab it, to scroll, or if it's near me, I just make sure I turn everything down. I turn the volume down. Because it's very easy to get caught up in all of this without even realizing where we spend our time. And the second question is, where should we spend our time? Where should we spend our time? All of our lives look different. If I were to be able to walk into everyone's house who is listening to me now or listening to me later in some other area online, and we would have a conversation about maybe one week, seven days out of the week. I said, tell me about your week. What did you do on Monday? What did you do on Tuesday? And asking you to tell me in detail and include how many movies did you watch? How much time did you spend on your phone? Now, I'm not saying those are wrong, but if we stood in front of the Lord right now, and he asked us, and me, myself included, where are you spending your time? Maybe, I don't know, maybe you have four hours out of the day if you added up all of those minutes, and it's not that you're using your devices for work. If you added up all of those minutes that you have used, that you have scrolled, that Maybe you've sat there with your phone instead of talking to your wife, your husband, your children. Maybe you're all scrolling. But that's why my question for you today is where are you spending your time in your households, at work? I'm not here to tell you to take every moment of the day and make that into reaching others and sharing the gospel and making disciples and volunteering and being in the church building as often as you can, as many minutes out of the day that you can or throughout the week. No, that's not what I'm talking about. It's what I'd like each person to do as you listen to me. Take some time and examine your life. Examine where you're spending your time and what part of it is making disciples. What part of it is reading the word of God? What part of your life is praying? What part of your life, I should say, how much of your life is spent in the church building. 
I didn't say that to tell you to leave the church building where you go if you're a volunteer. Or that's where you serve inside, in groups, in Bible studies, in homes, wherever that is. I'm not telling you to leave anything. I'm not telling you even to stop doing something. That's between you, your family, whatever that looks like, where you work, within the church that you attend, what your life looks like. I'm just here to kind of put in a little barb, right? To just poke you a little bit and say, where are you spending your time? Take a look. Because sometimes there can be a problem that we are so busy, we don't even see it. We don't see it. There was a time quite a while ago that a, a woman came to me and we were having a conversation and is where she was struggling because she was feeling alone. And I asked a few questions and is what I found out is why she was feeling so alone was because she wasn't as busy as everyone else around her. She said, it's not that people don't um, like spending time with me, which that's a, a good, healthy perspective and observation that she noticed for herself. It's because everyone is so busy going here, going there, doing this, doing that, that she's alone because she refuses to live that kind of life. Is she serving? Yes. She's spending her life in very good places to help others and to pour into others. But she knows how to say no. So sometime when we look at where are we spending our time, where are you spending your time, where am I spending my time, we may find out some of us we need to add to our life. Maybe we're just sitting in front of the TV or scrolling and eh, maybe we do a little bit, but we don't even take care of our homes because this has become more important, more important than communicating with people. So that's my question for today. Where are you spending your time? And also getting into God's word and taking a look at where Jesus spent his time and then bring what you read there into your life today. And maybe dig even a little bit deeper into some other scripture. Wherever you're led to help you, and this is where I'm at right now with my life, Many people, as they get older, we begin to look at this, and that's where I'm looking, is into the areas of where am I spending my time? Even on some things that we enjoy doing. Maybe it's that trip that you have put off. Maybe it's just spending time going for a walk. I challenge you to take a look at yourself. 
So if you have any questions, um, just drop them in the comment section. And it really depends on where you're listening to this now or later, um, wherever we upload this. Uh, wherever you're listening to me, you can look around, see if there's a comment section. Um, one of the areas that I use for a podcast, you can even leave an audio message. I think you can leave up to one minute. Um, usually on any of the platforms, if you look uh, below the description, there will be a comment section, or you can always get in touch with me at nancy at relationshipswithnancy.com. Now, many of you have heard me talk about in the past, and I have promoted it, and I've shared it, and I put the link on there. Wherever you are at is the basics to improving our focus. Well, recently, I um, pulled it down. It's still there behind the scenes, but I'm turning the basic class into a master class so it will have more to it. And then also I'm adding a separate private community um, and the information will be available on that soon. So I thank you for your patience. So in the meantime, if you press any link that it takes you to the class or course page uh, with Relationships of the Heart or our learning community, especially the class about focus, you will see our page. But if you press the button, it's not going to take you to the class. Um, you won't even be able to make a payment for the class right now. Um, I'm redesigning the entire thing and I'm looking forward to sharing this with you because when we talk about focus, it deals with exactly what I'm talking about today. Where are we spending our time? The myth is when we hear the word focus that that is for executives right? CEOs. And there is uh, teaching and courses out there for those people at the top. And that's good because it's very relevant to their job. And this is what my hope is, the way we designed this. Um, first, it was going to be just for leaders, but I'm going to open this up to anyone who desires to uh, join the course because it is written in a way that it will help you if you are a single mom at home. If you are a CEO, I believe it will help you also because sometimes, this is a masterclass, but sometimes we also need to start at the beginning, right? We need to go back to the beginning and just review. Maybe we know them already, but we need to review where we're at with our life. In the same way I'm asking you today, where are you spending your time and where did Jesus spend his time? The clock keeps ticking and it doesn't stop. So drop your comments in the section wherever you happen to find this or once again, you can email me at nancy at relationshipswithnancy.com. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.